The entire team at Emsolation want to acknowledge that we are gathered on the traditional lands of the Wurundjeri people. We want to recognise that we are recording and telling our stories on the stolen land of our country's first storytellers. We wish to pay our respects to all Wurundjeri elders and ancestors and to extend that respect to any First Nations peoples who listen to Emsolation. We recognise Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people's continued connection to the land and waters of this country and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. Always was, always will be. You're about to hear an episode of The Marriage Diaries, an exclusive series created by Em and her husband, Scott, for our premium service, Emsolation Extra. There's never been a better time to join our extra family. You can sign up for less than $2 a week on a yearly plan, and you'll get two bonus episodes a week delivered to you in an exclusive feed via your favourite podcast app, Instagram close friends access, 20% off our merch, pre-sale ticket access, and so much more. You can sign up now at emsolation.supercast.com. Extra. 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 It's Emsolation Extra. Hello, Extra Pals. Yeah, we're back. Marriage Diaries, Volume 57. You asked for it. We're delivering it. My husband, Scotty Barrow, sits opposite me. Hi there. Hi there. How do you choose the tone of voice you're going to bust out? Don't roll your eyes. 20 seconds in, motherfucker. Now listen. I felt like I had to perform to say hello, so that's why it came out weird. It was nice. Oh, good. I could see that you got up for it, but now he's relaxed back into Scott's not well. He went for three not, long rides. Oh, my God. You I'm rode not, not Friday, well. not, you not. rode Saturday, and you rode Sunday. We'll get to that. And you look at you 50 babes. you got to be careful with the Maserati, you know? Maserati. Hey, I've got very – before we get to everyone's amazing questions – Mm. I have a really serious thing I want to talk to you about. Can you please? What am I going to say? No idea. Look at me, look at me in my eyes. Can you please grow a moustache, leave it. Can you please give me an 80s Tom Selleck mo? I'm telling you, it will get the fires of lust burning. All I want is a moustache that gives me a rash. Don't hold your laughing. Why won't you give the people, and by people I mean me, what they want? What's your resistance? Uh, Tell me. Don't feel the need to do that. Don't like that look. But I like the look. And aren't you trying to attract me? Yeah. Aren't I the, the honey bee you want to come into your hive? And if that hive has a big dirty red mo, <laughs> <laughs> can you please do it? Please. It'll be so hot. Can you do it? The Emsolator the Extra family want to know if you'll do it for me. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it on board. I'll have a think about it. Oh, I'll consider it. I'd grow one for you. <laughs> Conchita. <laughs> all right, shall we get to the questions? Are you all right? You're feeling like, do you want a little sip of my coffee? No, I'm all right. You want anything? No, thank you. Okay, here we go. First question. We're really getting off to a hard question first. And Scott even said, do we want to do the first question? And I said, yes, from Jen. And it's funny because Scott and I had a come to Jesus conversation over the weekend, let's be honest. Um, it was a good one though, rare. A rare. I think our first good one in 23 years. Don't you reckon? Yeah, almost, yeah, something like that. 
It um it was good. But we discussed this. Jen, what do you think of your marriage as a model for your kids? <laughs> As a model, I, I was probably not a model I'd promote as as a model. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's shocking in some ways and excellent in others. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it's in, it's like as a model, it's like in, it's partial, it's incomplete, it's not well rounded. No, and it certainly needs improving and it needs mending. As as models get older, things break. And sometimes you can repair them and they're even stronger than when they were first built. But I would say our eldest daughter has had a terrible model. Marcella got the worst of our marriage, 100%, because we were so young and we were thrust into parenthood and serious relationship very early on. And we were trying to figure things out while we had a child. And I think she saw a lot of disharmony and upsetness and arguments and already not, I think Elio's getting the best versions of us, definitely, and the best parent versions of us as well. Uh, <laughs> the poor girls must watch us no, with no, him no. and be like, oh, I for feel, fuck's sake. No, I feel pretty good about the parenting part. Oh, it's, no, our parenting's been like, amazing. With all, no, with all of them. Oh, no. Of course it's better now because we're more Older, experienced and skilled, and skilled yeah. and all those things. But it wasn't. It was still very good with um, Marcello as a first child. So. Yeah, no, the parenting was good, mm. but the parents' relationship was not good a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. I think the model our girls have taken in from us is: I'm going to be brutally honest. Mum does all the work, and gets pissed off with dad. Dad gets defensive. They break off after a big argument, and then things are just kind of settled down in a day or two, and they're back to doing their thing. I think that's the model they get. I don't think they see us work through things. But the other side of that is I think they see how much we love each other and they always see you there for me when I'm, you know, say leaving breakfast radio or I've had something really awful happen in my life personally or that doesn't have to do with us. I think they see what that good support looks like. I think they see me go to you as well. Like they know that you're a safe space for me in that aspect. Mm. So as a model, I don't think any heteronormative relationship is a good model because of society's expectations of those roles. I genuinely think, if I think of a great model for our girls, I think of Adrian and Michael. (laughs) That's who I think of. If I could give my girls a model of a relationship, I would give them Adrian and Michael because they're truly equals and they're truly in a team and they think about each other 100% but they also let the other 100% go after their dreams and goals and they also don't have children involved. And I think there was another question that came through that I didn't put on the list that I laughed and the woman asked, what do you think your relationship would be like, you know, when the kids all grown up and left? And I just laughed and thought, it'll be fucking great. (laughs) We're fine when it's just me and you. Yeah, and it's not that the kids are the problem. It's the no. lack of ability to cooperate and collaborate yeah. under demands of certain pressures or obligations or things that need to get done, or including looking after the kids. It's not yeah. the, the kids aren't the problem. It's our, it's our, it, it, the kids just, for example, 
the kids just show, bring to the surface mm. our lack, our weak points. The fragilities, our yeah. Our weak points, yeah. What would you like to show our kids moving forward as a model? Like what would you like them to say, yeah, there was a real, 2023 I noticed this change between mum and dad's dynamics. Um, not giving up, um, not going into protection mode when you feel hurt, working through. You're working through things steadily, calmly, um, um, probably recognising that you're probably not going to solve it in one conversation but, you know, sort of just keep, go, keep going back to the well. I don't know if that's a good expression but yeah. keep going back. Totally. Um, persisting um, but but probably being persisting not in a cold war, not like sometimes, you, you know, you said say like we might have a blow up, go quiet for a few days and then gradually um, connect back without it without actually speaking about it or reconciling anything. Yeah. So it's all those things. I think that would be – because then, then that is a model of showing what can be done when things are hard yeah. and not going well mm. or when there's differences mm. because the model – and like you said, oh, they've seen that, you doing the work and da-da-da-da-da and get upset and all that. But that's – that. It, it, I want to just re-emphasise that is only one – splice or slice of everything that they see in us and you mentioned a few other things as well and you never know what people are taking in but um, I think it's often you need to pump up the good things but you do also need to feel confident that you've got a way of working through the challenges and the all the other stuff too. Mm. So that would be a good model to show them. Well, yeah, I think that it's really important to show them that good, good strong relationships do have disagreements, mm. but good, strong relationships also have the, the troubleshooting techniques to get through them and not feel, you know, start a resentment pile. Yeah. <laughs> because I think and the feedback I get a lot and even just chatting to people, even just like the lady who does my eyelashes, talking to her, she was talking about how her and her partner just sweep everything under the rub, rug and then they'll have one little disagreement and then the rug just all comes spilling out and then all the ammunition is there because they haven't dealt with the other stuff. We sort of sort of got a version of that. It's yeah. not our worst parts. Yeah. Not quite. Not but, quite. But we do not do quite. that. We don't sweep under the rug. Don't sweep I it. set the rug on fire. You run in the opposite direction. Um, and then we look and see, oh, there's a rug here again. Now let's have a look at this just, rug. <laughs> We'll just dust it off and just, ah, oh, it's still fine. It's okay. It's still working. But I do think a lot of Probably hetero. Just a new rug. A lot of, I would buy a new rug. <laughs> the dogs would just piss on it and we'd be there back at the start again. Mm. I think a lot of heteronormative relationships do have that situation where, and you and I have been talking a lot about this, men not being taught from a young age to be able to label and name their nuanced emotions. So then they'll either stonewall, you know, just say nothing's wrong, or they'll get angry. And this is a real problem with our society and it's something that needs to be addressed is that little boys need to be encouraged to name and feel all their emotions and be okay with them and learn how to sit with them. And I think you get to relationships where the women feel like they're like tearing their hair out. Please, can you just listen or what's wrong? Can we talk? And men just either feel, they know that they feel angry or that they feel like numb. And the idea that they could be feeling sad or let down, it's never really explored. And I think that's why things get swept under the rug because it's just too yeah, hard. You can't really communicate. Yeah. So I guess in terms of our model is ever evolving. If that's, the, if that's like one sort of way of looking at the, the men, mm. 
the things that the men don't do or haven't got access to. What do you, what do you what's if you flip it to the women? What do you see as the the women's um, thing that they might? be missing or in the same way that you're pointing to the men there? I mean, I'll be honest that, with that's you. Not, that's yeah, not no, no, me being, I know. I'm, not, I'm just curious. Well, I feel like I want to tell you to fuck off. That's like, that's how I, that's how that made me feel right mm. then in that moment. I knew it would. Yeah, like it really I know, fucking, I knew it would, but, but yeah. it's not coming no, 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 from that I know. Mm. I know that, but I'm just being honest with you mm. with the microphone in front of me in this safe space. When you said that, it made me feel like a dude would do in an argument, yeah, but what can you do differently? Mm. And... As a woman, I often sometimes feel like I'm doing everything, mate, all the emotional mm. labour for us. I'm planning the dates. I'm making sure, you know, everything's in place with the kids so we can go do stuff. So I think if you asked a woman, she would feel very defensive because I would argue that... Oh, what's the societal upbringing or the... I feel like allowing what, what you, them the space to be fragile. I think there's a lot of internalised misogyny. Maybe some women panic at the idea of their husband being emotionally you know, yeah, fragile, being being vulnerable. I don't think men, straight men, being vulnerable is something that we're comfortable with as a society. I think it's seen as a weakness or, you know, I, I still think, and then women, as women, we do have this internalised misogyny because we've all grown up in the same societal expectations. When our husband maybe does start to show a bit of vulnerability, maybe we panic you know, maybe we don't allow the space for that to happen because it's all about our emotions and how we're feeling. Yeah, like I was wondering if, you know, as soon as you said panic then, one other emotion jumped up in, into my head. It's like I wonder at times there might be a resentment too because it's like, you know. 100%. All that. I so We understand why. And there's, uh, there'd be other feelings as well. But Oh, yeah. Like, just, no, it's just like curious. how dare you. Oh, you're yeah. right. Resentment's right. If your husband How comes dare in, you feel tired and vulnerable, and weak, it's like, come doing, on, man, yeah. the scars are like exactly. I owe you get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly that. But to round out this question, Scotty B, as a good host, I will say that our model is evolving, and we know it can be improved. And I want our kids, if they're asked about our marriage when we're long dead and gone, I want them to say they worked really hard at it, and in the end, they got it right. So. That's what I hope. That's pretty cool. I'm pretty cool. <laughs> this is from Kindred Spirits 4. Not her real name. Is it? <laughs> Damn you. Do you date each other? Nah. No. <laughs> no. We Why? have. Yeah. We have. Why don't but we? But it's not. Why we don't have, we? We have never Ooh, put it on. I'm feeling wrapped up here. I'm just going to have some green juice. Why don't we date each other? Big. Why don't we? Because we have never stuck it in the timetable first. No. You're wrong. Why don't we date each other anymore? We did used to go on dates. But it was never a regular thing. It wasn't as no, though we it, had a it date did happen, night on a regular... It did. But it doesn't happen at all now. Why? Come on, dig deep, you. Who organises the dates? Okay. Who gave up? Yeah, I just couldn't do it anymore. You little bitch. <laughs> yeah, okay. There's yeah, right. I yes. stopped yes. 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 bothering yes. because you have not once in twenty three years except I've done the day it more, you proposed, I have once or twice. The, uh, no. I have a few times. Absolutely not. 
you've done it once and it was the day you proposed to me. I should have known something was up. <laughs> when you organise a little picnic at early, Kings you didn't Park. Know the, you didn't know the patterns. <laughs> you haven't. You haven't. You haven't. Don't sit there I and think, say... No, no I'm, I'm pretty sure you, I have. Absolutely uh, not. Scott Barrow, no, be honest no, right no, now. No, I think I actually have if a couple Okay, arguably, if someone's sitting there saying, mm, I think I might have... <laughs> There's the fucking no, answer. No, but recall's never a strength of mine. Anyway. Dude, if you'd done it enough, you'd remember it. How come you don't plan dates? When you plan rides meticulously. When you plan dinners with your bros. No, I don't plan them. Someone well, else, sometimes. Someone else does. Did, did they? Oh, you lose shit. Can't even do True. that. Yeah. No, I, 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 I'm not proactive with things outside myself, you know, in some ways. Um, do you know what I mean? Like, I actually, that's the most profound thing you've ever said. No, nah, but... Um, <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> Scott Barrow just became self-aware. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going to get Ben to isolate that audio. I'm not very good at planning things outside myself. <laughs> no, not proactive. <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah, and... It's not as though I don't, yeah, it's, I, I think about it and I, I just, I've, yeah, I struggle to move that into that action phase and just yeah, getting it done, to be honest. But you don't struggle. Even though I do want to and I think about it a lot and I struggle for, sometimes I struggle, like we were discussing the other day about engaging with Marcella, how I Well, we get, know, there's a question coming yeah. up about that. Anyway. Yeah. So do we? No, we don't. We have. Awesome. Yeah, we it doesn't take it doesn't it. it doesn't take very long for us to enjoy each other like no. you know even if we're not angry with each other just sort of normal yeah. it doesn't take it for us to sort of start to feel yeah. um, connected and like oh even this just is really the food good food shopping yesterday by ourselves yeah that was good that yeah. was good I, I like that yeah we like each other when we're away so, from the hard stuff <laughs> so we're away from our actual lives yeah um, so what are you going to do about it yeah. I'm going to add it into my How habits. romantic. I'm going to add an entry into the spreadsheet. You're going to enter me spreadsheet, I am. Oh, fucking <laughs> hell. So romantic when your husband has to remind himself to schedule, to remind himself to put a date in. Can't wait. I'm going to do it. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah, the answer is we did, I gave up, and now watch this space is what I'm being told. The next question. from Lee. What's happening with the car park situation? So what you don't know is, because Scott only listens to the episodes of Emisolation that he's on. I, I can't keep up. There's so much content, good quality content, I can't consume yeah, it all. you manage to listen to 15 different cycling no, podcasts a week. No, I don't. Oh, the shit that comes on when I get in the car with oh, you. Oh, shit comes It comes oh. on and it gives me the shits. Oh, you know. I've got a system that just keeps coming on. His cadence up the hill was questionable. Oh, I was like, oh, Scott, is this how you get to sleep? Are these your sleep tapes? Anyway. Anyway. I told everyone about the car park wars at our place. <laughs> What's that, in the driveway? In the driveway. Oh, yeah. How I drive the big Jurassic Park four-wheel drive mm. and you drive a little sporty Subaru, mm. yet... You, with willful belligerence, if wow. you get home first, mm. take the good car park, which mm. has lots of spacious room you can mm. get out. The mm. bad car park, your door hits rocks and mm. your door hits pots mm. either sides. Mm. And it stands to reason the person with the Jurassic Park-sized four-wheel drive seven-seater would need the larger spot. Yeah. And this day particularly, you'd pissed me off. 
And I've said to you so many times, and it's a running joke with our daughters now, they have they have car park anxiety because of you. They're like, don't park your car in the good park. Yeah, I already know this. Are you telling it for the for Yeah, the I'm just recapping for those who may not be mm. aware. And I told everyone that if you continue to you disobey would. me, yeah, there would be consequences. <laughs> continue to what? <laughs> disobey me. Disobey you? On the car park situation. Challenge me. So, um, so why are you mm. such a petty cunt? <laughs> no, I think that's a good for her. Good for her. Oh my god, I'm such an she's done it. She's cracked herself. Still going. Okay, go. Why? <laughs> ben and Seek, when they listen back for the edit, Ben's going to lose his mind. Good. He's going to think that's so... Because every day when you do it, I come in here and they have to cop me. He fucking parked in the car park again. The boys are across it. Okay, go. They Why? know their roles. Um, Excuse me. Uh, so, yeah, I've done it. It's never, it's never because I like... I say to myself, I'm taking that spot instead of her. It's not that. Um, but what I would say is if if someone did a st- statistical analysis out of all the times I have and haven't, I'm still like it's it's 97%. This man. That is the effing truth. Effing? I that just called you a cunt. So you if can you, say fucking. So is it 100% that I've parked in the, um, the, the, the narrow spot, which is more suitable for your car? If it, is it 100%? No. So no, but... Is I it 50-50? No. Sorry, I think you have car park dysmorphia. No, I think I you're don't. remembering incorrectly. Mate. Mate. You, all right. All right. Mate. We, all right. We live there. Let's do it, right? We live there X amount of years. Say say there's say it's happened. I would 30, say uh, once a week. Say it's a thousand times. I right? would say, say once there, a week. Say there's been a thousand days. Should, how many how many times? How many times have I asked you to not do it? I'm talking about a ratio. How many times? What ratio after I've asked you to stop doing it, would you say you'd done it again? Yeah, sometimes you forget, or you, oh, or or you've got, I've got Elio. Stop Ali- it! Or you've got Elio in the back. It's a ratio I'm thing. Cry me a river, Justin. Hey, it's not a hundred percent. I have asked you, looked you in the eye, and specifically said, "Do not park in that spot." And then, at ten times out of ten, after I've done that, you'll do it. Ten times out of ten, it hasn't been a case where I've said to you stop doing it, and you stop doing it. Ten times out of ten, after you've, after you said, you still do it. And then I've got to say, how many times do you reckon I've said to you, don't park in that spot? Be honest. I don't think how you've many, got the stats here to back this up. Excuse me. I understand you ma- feel upset. There's how, no stats to back this how, up. How many times have I asked you to not park in that fucking spot? How many times I'd say... If you say anything under 50, I'm going to punch <laughs> you in the dick. No, I wasn't going to say 50. No way, not that many times. Anyway, it hasn't happened. Anyway, that, people would argue that any more than two times is belligerent of it's you. It's not belligerent. Sometimes there's a reason. Sometimes I think, well, I'll be able to move it before she gets home. Um, it's not. So you acknowledge that you know that you're parking in the spot. No, sometimes I, it's got Elio and he's angry and upset and I, I know I can't get him out that narrow bit, for example. Bullshit. Okay. So how many times has it happened in the in the current day? I want to say a percent. Let's go a percentage. I think you've been very out good. Out of all times Since parked. Since my last meltdown. Hang on. No, no, no. Out of all times, total times we've parked in that driveway, what percentage? Have I have I done it? In, 87. 
No, I'm, <laughs> it's much more than that. I'm saying 95 to Absolutely 97. Absolutely not. What I'm saying is since my last meltdown, since I talked about it on the podcast and really made a big deal of it, mm-hmm. you haven't done it at all. Okay. And you know what? You got your car stolen, which was karma. So, so we'll agree to disagree on the stats. Ah, <laughs> oh, all right, gang. Well, you've got through another edition of The Marriage Diaries and by that I mean Scotty and I got through another edition of The Marriage Diaries. I love your questions. Every time he and I sit opposite each other, I feel like we go a bit deeper and get a bit bolder and braver. And these are the best therapy we've ever done. So I do have to say thank you very much. Coming up next week, part two, we sat and we chatted for an oh, about an hour and a half. <laughs> a lot of it was Scotty just adjusting himself in the seat. You know, we take out a lot of long, thoughtful pauses because my husband doesn't feel bothered by the fact we're recording this. No! My natural speed is 1.5. His is 0.5, if that makes sense. Anyway, (laughs) look forward to next week's questions. Gee, they were just as good. It gets spicy. I know you're thinking, can it get spicier? My goodness, it can. Thank you so much for being here. Bye. I'm so extra.